Hello, hello, and welcome to the Big Magic Equals Big Energy podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon. I'm an astrologer, an intuitive, an empath empowerment mentor, and a sobriety coach. And on this podcast, I share all the tools that I love around intuition development, empath empowerment, and I love to share tools and stories and conversations around being sober, especially as a highly sensitive and as an intuitive And for the next few weeks, I will be sharing and focusing a little bit more on sobriety, especially through the month of September. So if you are sober curious or you know of anybody who is looking to get sober from a spiritual perspective, please do share this episode and this podcast with them because there are a lot of conversations happening this month around sobriety. And there are also some great tools in the show notes. I have a sobriety toolkit coming out soon. It's EFT tapping videos all around the process of being sober curious and tools for sobriety. So if you'd like to hop on the waitlist for that, make sure you uh, check out the link for info on that in the show notes. Otherwise, let's dive into this episode. So this episode is going to be something like a, just like a chat or a testimony, or something just from my heart all around developing self-worth and being sober. So my experience of growing the growth in my self-worth from choosing to be slash get sober, um, I... It was just something I was thinking about this past week. Um, I do... This episode is pre-recorded, so I will be releasing this, I think, whilst I'm traveling in New York. I'm traveling in a few days, and I'm very, very excited, and it's my first international travel in like three years, and definitely my first international travel being completely sober, which is, it's just, it's it's really meaningful to me. Um, if anybody knows me, I, I mean, a lot of you have met me from, I'm part of this book club, Happy Sober Free. And I've shared a lot on there about many times I've attempted to travel and how it's been this huge block and trip up and like hullabaloo in my mind because it was something I was very afraid of or had a lot of trepidation around, especially when I was still kind of newly sober because it was just the the time historically when I would get into a lot of kind of trouble, let's say. <laughs> I would just get into all kinds of, let's say, unsafe situations when I would travel internationally and I was still drinking. I just, it was just something very triggering for me to think about. And I actually canceled a trip that I had planned last year, an international trip for many reasons, but one of them was I just didn't feel ready. I didn't feel ready in, in my sobriety, if you can believe it. <laughs> and I was almost three years sober then. So just giving you an idea of how how much it means to me and why I wanted to talk a little bit about the growth in self-worth and self-identity and self-security and self-trust, um, you know, in choosing to be sober, you know, day by day, self-worth, self-trust, it grows again if you feel like you've lost it um, from drinking. It does grow. And um, this is, I can honestly say, like, I'm leaving in two days and I'm not at all afraid. I'm not worried. I'm not coming up with, you know, I think drinkers will really relate to this. Even when I wasn't drinking, I still had that drinking habit of, you know, let me know in the comments or in the reviews, if you can relate to this as somebody who who is drinking or is still drinking of like, when you would just plan, like really go through so many different scenarios of like, Hey, if I drink on this day, then I'll have to take all these days off or I'll have to, and like coming up with all these plans around 
your habit. And it it was just, it's madness. Like addiction is absolute madness, but it's also very predictable and very pattern oriented. Like a lot of people who have had addictions, it's just the same story of madness. And one of them was like overly planning, like, okay, I'm trying to get sober, but I might, if I slip here, then I'll do this and have all these different plans, basically orchestrating our lives around a substance. And yeah, I don't have any, I'm not even thinking or wasting energy on that anymore this time around. And it's just something like on a personal level, a purely personal level, knowing myself as the only person who knows me as well as, um, as well as anybody, I just, I'm just incredibly proud and just, it's amazing. The gifts of sobriety. Um, I know this might be a little like evangelical sounding, but I just truly pray to inspire anyone who is spiritually inclined and looking to get sober from any substance, you know, it is not an easy journey. I don't think anybody says that. Um, there is so much, so much involved. It is so much more than just putting down the substance, putting down the thing. There are so many habits, self-worth patterns, inner child healing. You know, that's why there's coaches for this. That's why there's group mentorship for this. Like, it's just not as easy as, you know, the self-control to put a substance down, but it is so worth it. It is truly like, I can truly say as corny as it sounds, it's like there was the time before I was, before I stopped drinking and there was the time after and being able to choose the person you are and the person you become because you're no longer powerless to a substance that basically takes control of you not only physically but like in your morals it corrupts the way that you would normally do things the decisions you would normally make the way that you're able to follow through with things you know alcohol is a known neurotoxin it is a drug um, and drugs do render oftentimes like we're chemically rendered powerless to them especially if you're somebody who is more of a sensitive system and it's it's just it's really I'm just in a state of so much gratitude because it's just amazing to me, like how much you can change when you go through the pa sometimes painful or long process of letting go of a substance and you can choose who you will become. And when you get to choose who you will become, even if it's not freaking perfect, like even if it's not like if you say, OK, a year from now, I'm going to start my business and it's going to be, you know, a million dollar business in a year's time. Like, OK, it might not be that in a year, but you will have developed skills and tools along the way because you stayed consistent, because even if on your worst, worst day where maybe you didn't have the energy to get up that day and do all the things you said you were going to do, or maybe you disappointed a friend and you didn't show up in the best way, whatever all the human things we do, for me at least, it's like, but I didn't, I didn't drink. I didn't go back to old patterns. I made a little bit of a better decision today. I didn't react as strongly as I used to. And even just the ability to have the self-worth to see like, hey, you're making progress, my girl. Even if it's like the littlest thing today, that's still progress versus my mentality before where it was like, if I wasn't 100% doing things amazingly, it sucked. And oh my gosh, just go and throw everything in the towel again and drink. 
Um, and I know that might sound dramatic if you're not somebody who's had an issue with addiction, but I know for me and what I've seen a lot in addiction counseling and addiction talks is like, addicts have a very extreme mentality. It's a very, we can be very extreme. And I still have this, like I'm still working through this, everything that I'm sharing of, um, you know, feeling that tendency towards, hey, you're either thriving or you're failing. There's no in between. I think that's a very addiction mindset, uh, like those extreme black and whites. And just learning to heal that, learning to be available and present enough to actually be in this process and not just run away from it and self-medicate away from it and go, oh my gosh, it's uncomfortable and I think I'm failing. I just give up and fly off and, you know, whatever it is, your substances, smoke a joint, da, 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 whatever it is, being willing to be in this process and stay in the sticky moments where I'm, you know, very uncomfortable at times and very like, holy crap, a doodle do I'm human. And like, am I moving forward? Is, is stuff working? I don't know, but I'm not, I'm changing. I'm willing. I'm going to sit with this. It's a very spiritual process. I feel to, to choose to be sober, to choose to sit in the uncomfortable emotions and not tell a story around it. And, you know, that is not a process. I truly believe, I don't think it's something I could have done on my own. I have, benefited so much from being in community with other for myself particularly women because I just can understand them a little bit better we can talk a little we get a little bit we're more on the same wavelength in that way but whatever wherever you can find community to support you whether you're sober curious sober revamping your sobriety or develop this developing self-worth but being in a space where other people would support you, would hold you, would care about you, would reflect back to you a different way of seeing things. Um, you know, one thing we share a lot about in sobriety is like, you know, you're, if you are someone struggling with addiction, the most unsafe place to be is in your head, <laughs> like staying in your head and ruminating and going over things. Like once that happens, learning to just disconnect and go, okay, no, I'm going to call somebody. Either I'm going to call a friend and ask for help or I'm going to go and give help somehow, but I got to get out of myself. Even just learning tips like that, which has been so true for me, like that, that, that tip is an absolute truth. And one that I really lean on. Cause you know, I I've shared, like it's, it took me so freaking long to really stop drinking. And a lot of it was just that I was doing it on my own too much and not learning new tools, not listening to different podcasts, not listening to different opinions, different ways of doing things. Um, but I've definitely found that community listening to podcasts, listening to other people and how they got sober, that really helped me develop the different, the process, like learn a new language of, okay, it doesn't have, like, there are people going through the same thing as me. And, you know, I don't have to be so extreme in my thinking. I don't have to think that I'm the only person who has ever gone through a tough time, all that stuff, you know, all these things that I'm sort of exaggerating in this moment, but all of that to say, finding the tools to walk you through the process of sobriety is such a worthwhile endeavor because on the other side of it is developing this, this incredible self-worth that um, I, you know, the reason I decided to do this episode is because I was just reflecting on like, I could not, you know, Truly, I was journaling about this. I could have had all the success that I dreamed about, the whatever it is, 
the whatever external thing that you think will bring you that self-worth or that safety, or even I think will bring me that self-worth and that safety, whatever it is, the car, dream relationship, even like the kids, the family, the business, all these external things, none of those things would have given me the gift of the self-worth that I have cultivated because I was in process. I was willing to make my own kind of backbone, my own fortitude, my own ground to stand on so that no matter how challenging life can feel, there's this, it's like an indescribable self-worth. It's an energy within me that I can feel is growing. And I feel it so deeply in other people who are sober as well. There's this unshakable, unbreakable, untakeawayable self-worth of like, there is something in me that no one can take away because I built it, because I made it. And it's not, you know, it is not a business can, can, you know, a business is not always ours. Can be, things come and go. Uh, many things in life, things come and go, but self-made self-worth, self-made self-trust, self-made self-love. Those are things that are just, you know, they sound so general, I feel, because they are such an internal process. They are so difficult to describe because, it is something like I feel I can only point to and share and then you go from the inspiration of this and make it your own and come to feel it on your own. And it is this felt sense energy versus one that I can say, hey, if you do X, Y, Z, you will feel X, Y, Z. And that's the solution. And that's self-worth. Like, it's just not that way. It's one of these spiritual energetic experiences that is absolutely internal and unique and individual to you. But it is a gift and a promise. Like in AA, I haven't been to AA in a while and I haven't, I didn't really get sober using AA, but I do love the promises of AA. And it is a gift and a promise. I truly believe this. And I've seen this in, you know, I've been going to weekly meetings, sometimes bi-weekly meetings for three and a half years now. And there is constant just testimony of these promises are true. The promises of sobriety are true promises of self-worth, promises of self-compassion, self-trust, self-purpose, all the promises, all the things that we are seeking that are, that we perhaps on some level know we are seeking in a false way, you know, seeking it in whatever, cars, going out, drugs, beautiful women, men, whatever. Like we know on some level that that's not going to give us the things we're truly, truly deep down our craving. And we know on some level that those, you know, the promises that come from taking the long way, going through the, you know, letting go of the addictions, the attachments, and the whole process that goes with that. We know on some level that that is what will give us true self-worth and self-trust. And I can say those promises are true. You know that on some level because it's true and you know on a deep soul level what's true and what isn't true. And if you are sober curious, you are looking for sobriety support, just I pray that you hear this message of self-worth, self-trust, self-love, self-security, self-development, everything that you desire, There, it is there in the path of sobriety. And I really feel that 
it is, and it's like a paradox because I cannot say that it's a walk in the park. I cannot say that like, oh my gosh, it's joyful every day. And I sing like to the heavens that I'm sober every day. No, but I do feel an internal peace and a joy and a self-worth and a self-trust that I craved and longed for and cried for, for so many years. And like, it is in sobriety. It is there if you are willing to go through the process and take that next step. And it, it really is, you know, like everything worthwhile in life, it is just take the next right step. The whole path will likely never be laid out in front of you, but take the next right step and keep growing, keep asking for help, keep looking around and like, who can help me? How can I grow? Oh, I came, I'm coming up against a, a whole new situation. I don't know how to handle this. I'm going to stay open. I'm going to stay in the process. I'm not going to give in to extreme black and white thinking, which is like, I'm going to, I'm either giving up or I'm succeeding. There's no in between. There is an in between. Um, and just really like hear, hear me and hear other people who are, you know, walking the path of sobriety and open about it and chatting about it and talking about it and just hear this testimony that like, more and more people are sober curious and choosing to get sober because there is a process in choosing to get sober that gifts you with self-worth and self-trust and self-love and self-discipline and purpose. So I just wanted to share a little bit about that. It was on my heart because I am very grateful that I'm traveling uh, this during the time that this episode will be released. And it is like, to me, just such a, I'm so I do have moments where I'm astounded by the gifts of sobriety and how my life has changed and how I have changed in a very, like in a way that I'm very proud of. And I want to, I don't say that. I know a lot of this is like me, 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 I, I, but you know, I'm saying that as a reflection of all the other people as well that I have watched, you know, grow in, in, in way, you know, it's, it's, again, it's never just like, oh, one day they're just a different person. It's this looking back and seeing like, wow, so-and-so, I don't want to say any names, like, I don't know, Sarah, Emily, I'm just making up names here. No one in particular who, and you're like, wow, she is, she's so different. She's so different from who she was a year ago and I can feel it. And it's really, I'm just kind of like in awe of, of, um, you know, last thing I'm going to say is like, if I didn't have such a struggle with alcohol and all of that, then maybe I wouldn't have had to go through this whole process that developed such self-trust, self, self-security, self-love, you know, like it's just such a, sometimes we're given challenges and obstacles because they're the way as Ryan Holiday says the daily stoic like the obstacle is the way sometimes these challenges although they feel so horrible in the moment it's kind of like they are the pathway that leads us to what we're ultimately seeking you know self-love in this case self-love self-trust self-worth and yeah I'm just feeling incredible gratitude and I wanted to kind of speak from my heart around that for this week's episode um, as always, if you liked this episode, if you found any kind of truth in it or resonate with it, please do leave a review or like it or leave me a comment on YouTube. I love that. Otherwise, share this episode with anybody who is sober curious or looking for more support around sobriety and do sign up for the waitlist for my sobriety support toolkit. It is in the show notes and I will be back in the podcast space in a week's time. I'll see you all then or I'll chat to you all then. Bye. Bye.